and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to our Career Refugees podcast. Head here, John, here, a special midweek edition of the Our Career Refugees podcast. Like the reason the it's a midweek, the old days, back back to the back to the summer when John and I were had time <laughs> going insane, <laughs> going insane, trying to do this. Uh, but we do have an excellent interview coming up uh, with Aubrey Bledsoe from the Washington Spirit. Uh, just uh, definitely check that out. They will be playing the OL Rain. Uh, Sunday at three o'clock. You can catch that on CBS Sports Network, not on Paramount Plus. At least I don't think CBS or Sports on Twitch. Network. If you're international or if you have a VPN, yes, get a VPN. Not that I would no. recommend that not, of any sort. No, but. we're not. We're not. We're not recommending that in any way. We're just. We're just. <laughs> you know. But CBS this Sports is Network is where you can watch it. If you don't have access to CBS Sports Network and you live in the DC area, you can head over to Dacha Beer Garden over in Navy Yard. They're going to be doing a viewing party for the game. So starting November, uh, starting Sunday at 2 p.m. Uh, so definitely catch out the Washington Spirit uh, for all that information. Um, anyway, guys, thank you guys so much. And uh, let, without further ado, let's get to the interview with Aubrey Bledsoe. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Our Pure Refugees podcast. Ted here, John here, joined by a very, uh, very, very special guest. Uh, Aubrey Bledsoe, goalkeeper for the Washington Spirit. Aubrey, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. Happy to be here. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, let's let's jump right into um, what I'm going to call probably uh, the best game, the best soccer game I saw this weekend, which was the which was your game against uh, the North Carolina Courage. Uh, you, you played a you and uh, and Murphy were. Uh, we're sharing the star role and who can make the the most impressive save. I'm gonna say you made the most impressive saves because you know we came out on top. Right, right. Um, but uh, give us your thoughts on how, how the how you know how what's it like to play in a game like that, uh, especially for you being the goalkeeper. Yeah, um, it's exciting. I honestly don't mind playoff games, uh, high stakes, high pressure games. I honestly think that's when I thrive. And um, yeah, so it's just back and forth, um, just trying to do my job and um, keep it scoreless for us so we could get the win and keep moving on in the playoffs. But it definitely helps being at home, being at Audi Field, having the supporters behind you in goal. Um, you know, I turn around and I get them like riled up every now and then. <laughs> and uh, that helps you know me stay a little more focused and confident. That's probably a lot more fun for you than sort of the lower anxiety like two shots faced like, yeah, or, or like yeah. a, or a four nothing margin of victory. This, this you've <laughs> got to stay in it because there's a shot coming at you every seven seconds. And you yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the stats were insane. They were, I, I was in the press box after the, so after we went to extra time and they, they put the, the 90 minute stats up on the board, I was like, this is bananas. I think, and while you're watching it, and I assume while you're playing it, you're like, you sort of just forget the accumulation of all the shots yeah. that happen. And then the, 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 the hoodles come up. You're like, wow. Well, I was telling our forwards, like, Guys, why are we settling for like these 30 yard shots? Casey Murphy, good keeper, and she's massively tall. So I'm like, let's right. get, get close. a little closer. Let's <laughs> pick our shots a little better. And um, yeah, Trent did well to get a um, close range shot there from the angle, and Hatch was ready for the rebound. As she could, often is. It could have been impressive if you had said, no, Trinity, get in the box, take a shot. She's going to fumble this one, and then uh, <laughs> Ashley Hatch is going to be right there. Oh, no. I I don't like to – I hate seeing keeper mistakes or, like, it just – it hurts my heart no matter who it is. Um, that is, <laughs> that is karmically that wise of you. That is very karmically wise of you, Aubrey Dad, yeah. <laughs> to feel that way. Um, so – 
yeah, obviously that that game was I, I, instant classic. I think for everyone that was watching it, uh, the story of this team this season is is. I think I think you. I listened to you. Uh, you were on another podcast this week. You're like, I think there's going to need to be a case study of all the things that went on this year. What ha- and you know for everyone watching it, everyone close to the team, it's just it's bananas. But what has the team done specifically to help stay focused on the matter at hand on on the on the play on the field? I think the amount of issues has to be some sort of a world record in sport. But obviously, uh, the wins haven't stopped. So what have you guys been able to do to make this to to keep uh, the train on the tracks? I think at some point we were all just kind of like, okay, every week there's going to be a Washington Post article. Like, and we just not blocked it out, but um, at the beginning it just felt like a constant barrage and we were finding out all this club information from news sources. Like it's, you know, we look at Twitter and it's like, oh, someone resigned. Like some just – you know, there was something new every week, and um, yeah, was, there was just a lot of change, a lot of turnover, and it detracted a lot from us just playing. And I think we all just collectively were like, we can't control that. Let's try to just direct all our energy here, not worry about the noise, so to speak. Um, and we just agreed that you know, if we got to go through it, we might as well win. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Um, I feel like we've all really come together through it all. And, um, we're definitely like riding the good vibes train. It's, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, you can't really put words to it. I'm not really sure how or why we're winning, but like, it just like destiny, you know, it, it seems like, Things are, are going our way, at least on the field. Um, and when you have that kind of self-belief, it it propels you in the game. You know, you you make that extra run. You're thinking like, hey, there might be a spill rather than not. Like, so I, I think it's just those little, little things that are kind of just going our way. And um, hopefully they'll keep going that way right <laughs> through November 20th. Have you have you seen the movie Major League by any chance? I haven't. No. Okay. Well, then, there, if you have a chance to check that out, I don't. You don't have to watch the whole movie. But basically, to give a very synopsis of why I brought it up, uh, there's a team that's having issues with their with the owner, and they're they were trying to lose. Like the owner like traded away all their good players, and they were trying to lose. That's not the part that's similar, but uh, they happen to make it to the World Series, and it's sort of like a. It, they're just. against all odds making it and in the locker room the coach has like there's like there's like a uh, watch the movie i don't want to get into or get anybody in trouble but there's some there's some there's some similarities that are very interesting (laughs) ted go ahead before i get anybody in trouble yeah um well i guess to kind of add to that i mean it hasn't just been um you know it hasn't just been you know what's been going on with the spirit um but it also has been been across the league there's been yeah you know a lot that's a lot that's come out um you know the league has made statements uh, i think there was a recent uh, agreement between the players union in your mind i mean have you since you know since all of that has come out you know have you seen you know marketable improvement from the league and you know what more needs to be done you think to improve uh i, I guess the the well-being of of nwsl players yeah um yeah this year's been heavy for all of us in the nwsl um i think it's a bit of a reckoning we've all found our voices and realized we're not just 
happy to be here anymore. We're not going to put up with uh, abuse. And it's just, it's really sad, honestly, what some of the girls in this league have been through. Um, I think what we'll need, honestly, is time just to, for things to kind of fix. You know, this isn't a quick fix. We've, was this the ninth year of the league? Um, so yeah, things have, have kind of been run, um, you know, not, not the best way, I guess we'll say hmm. for so many years. And, and you get this kind of collective buildup, a lot of coaches who, um, yeah, are, are mistreating players. And so I think we've purged, um, what we needed to, and now it's just going to be time to get the right people in place, to get the right policies in place and to have more transparency, accountability, and just more open dialogue with the league. And it seems like they are willing to do that. They met all of our NWCLPA um, demands. And I think you'll see the players definitely get a seat at the table. And it's really exciting because these girls really care about the league. Um, I'm part of the PA uh, as a player's rep and our own Tori Huster is the president and the amount of effort and work that she puts into running the PA honestly, like is another full-time job, but she's a boss and it's incredible, you know, listening to her talk to the interim commissioner and just, she sees so many different aspects of it and, um, so yeah, I think we're in good hands as long as we can continue to work together and build that relationship. If, if we do that, if we work, you know, kind of hand in hand, I think this league will really thrive. Yeah. Best wishes to Tori too. We haven't had a chance to have a yeah. podcast since the game. So, you know, I hope, hope she, hope he's doing all right. Um, mm-hmm. lo- one more off the field question. Then we'll get back to the, the very important game that's coming this weekend, which is had a chance to talk to you and. And, and, and also specifically you, because you and Andy have been called upon in all of the post-game, lots of the post-game press conferences. They always ask us, who do you want? We're like, well, <laughs> if you're asking us who we want, we, we like the good quotes, uh, and you're one of them. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And, and you guys have been called upon to talk about this a lot, more than most of the other players, I think. Obviously, you've, you've uh, all the players were signatories to letters and, and those things that are going on, but you guys are in a position as club leaders to speak about these issues in a way that some of the other players have not been. And is that something that you have felt comfortable doing and, and we're eager, obviously you have a position like you were, you were mentioning with, uh, with the players association, but this is, I think a little bit closer to home and less abstract. It's more about the personal that you're living every day, or is this just something where the job needed to be done and, and you, you, you filled it. So are you comfortable with it or is it something that you just sort of reluctantly or I wouldn't or say comfortable or eager, but um, it is my role as one of the leaders of the team. And, um, yeah, I just got to the point where as players, we needed to say something. Um, so yeah, I, as I care so much for this team and for the girls that I'll do and, and say what is necessary to help us get to where we need to be. So I, I think it was more of that. It's hard to, put words to what we're experiencing or, you know, what we need to change. Like a lot of this stuff we're processing in real time as well. So I'm like trying to rack my brain. Like it's hard to communicate some of these things. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, a little bit of uh, pressure there just to say the right, especially, you know, when we're being asked about ownership and it's like, 
these are some tough questions. Y'all ask good questions. And um, I, I'm grateful that the media is interested. They're looking to cover us and they want what's, it seems, you know, the media wants what's best for us players and can hopefully help us get there. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable, but I am getting maybe more brave and courageous, but it helps like, because I've got this incredible team behind me, um, supporting me and I know they've got my back. Um, so it's, it's not hard to speak up for them. You do it well. And I just wanted to also the added element of the fact that you've just played competitive soccer for 90 minutes or more. <laughs> well, I don't have to run around. No, no. So, like I'm not huffing and puffing. Maybe Andy is, but I'm just like, Andy has had to ask, Andy has had to answer some like very serious weighty questions in these press conferences after games. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm like, man, I would need to be, that would be maybe before, like the day before the game, I could, I could do it or the day after, but she's, she's done really well. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's shift gears. Let's talk about the game coming up, uh, coming up on Sunday against the oil rain. Uh, this is a team, despite them being, uh, higher in the standings, uh, you guys have gotten the better of them. I think in two road games, uh, obviously one of the games was, was unfortunately, I think your one home game against them was unfortunately a, mm-hmm. a forfeit. Uh, but you've looked the, the, the better, the better of the two sides when you've met, what do you think has been able to sort of, you know, uh, obviously they've got a lot of talent, Meg Rapino, Jess, Jess Fishlock, uh, you know, they've got a, a lot of Rose talent. Lavelle. Yeah. yeah Ro- right. Rose Lavelle. I've heard of her. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Uh, you know, what, how, how do you think the, you guys have been so good at sort of neutralizing, uh, their attack uh, on their home field, which is, uh, it's never easy. And uh, you know, the running theme in American soccer is never easy to win on the road with the travel and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, and on a postage you... stamp, similar to New York city FC's uh, situation <laughs> Yeah, right. on a baseball field. So what, what do you think? The field is not fun to play in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're they're an incredible team, top to bottom. Like, I was joking last game. You know, we're up one zero in the seventieth minute, and they're like subbing in Marojan. I'm like, seriously? Like, and Bethany Balser, you know, who was up in the Golden Boot race with Hatch. So they definitely have a lot of world class talent. They're deep. They're smart. Uh, Laura Harvey's incredible coach has done well in the league for a long time now. Um, so we're expecting a really good game. It's playoff soccer. Anything can happen. Um, but I think our advantage lies in, you know, maybe our youth, you can say that it's a disadvantage, but I think, um, it almost helps us being a little like not naive because we are, we're aware of their talent and what they bring to the game, but it doesn't intimidate us. And I also think our youngsters just like have a fire under them and they are ready to work like trinity rodman the amount of defensive work that girl does is insane like yeah it's crazy it gets me so excited watching um the team but we just have a lot of players who are willing to grind it out and not that that depreciates with age but i do think um, yeah, when you're young, there's a little bit of swagger, arrogance to you. Like Sanchez on the ball, she's an incredible dribbler. Like, so there's a lot of elements that we have being young and experienced that I think actually benefit us when going up against the rain. 
it mentioned Trinity's defensive work rate. There's a great gif of her. I think it was an extra time. She makes a run. She makes a run forward. Ball either gets stripped from her or gets. She runs back on defense. So that's where the clip ends. But the funny thing is, if you're watching the game, she is then expected to then make another run going forward, and she's just like, I can't. I'm not. I can't. My lungs are finite. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe forever. Yeah. But you. But yeah. the defensive run was important to get the. We wouldn't have had the the offensive chance had she not done that. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Had the had the games not been forfeited this year, you would have had the most games started in the league. I've said to a couple yeah. people that you've got to be a patient person to be Aubrey Bledsoe's backup because she Aww. likes to play. Uh, what do you do to keep yourself available for selection every week? You're you're you stay healthy, and and you're and you're, you're behind the sti- you're between the sticks every single game. What what do you do to make sure that that's that you're able to to do that? Yeah, ironically, I've been quite injured this year. Um, <laughs> So it's a testament to my goalkeeper coach, um, our athletic trainers and the other goalkeepers, but I actually broke my thumb warming up back in May of the Kansas city game, like split right through the fingertip. And, um, so I didn't train. Um, I only used my hands in games for a couple months and, I kept it obviously pretty hush hush because yeah. <laughs> every week I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, please like, don't let them shoot on me. Like, you know, those are the games you would have preferred the low scoring, low opportunity. Oh goodness. I'd get a little nervous, you know, but it wasn't like irresponsible. Like I, I could play. Um, but, uh, yeah, like the adrenaline, like once game day came around, like I was ready to go, but I definitely had to limit the volume. Um, I wasn't really taking shot. Yeah, I wasn't taking shots in, in training or anything. So, yeah, ironically, uh, I was injured for most of the summer. And then uh, on my right hand, I actually had a dislocated broken finger as well. So I have had my my fair share of injuries. Um, I'm, I've been playing the rest of the season with a splint in my glove. So, um, but it, it actually, it's healed. Um, it doesn't <laughs> give me any pain anymore, but um, yeah, I have to wear, I'll show you guys. I have to wear this all the time that keeps my finger bent. And then I have a different one that I wear in my glove. So I actually cut off my pinky and open it up to tape it back on. So it, like the splint fits and everything. Um, so yeah, credit to my goalkeeper coach, athletic trainers it's quite the process to keep me out there but um yeah i i was aubrey i think you have proved my point (laughs) (laughs) i think you have proved my point that it is it is tough to get you out of the net as you think but i'm there i have a high pain tolerance and um yeah everyone the the whole keeper crew was you know very patient with me when yeah i couldn't really do much this year so it's a team effort and um yeah i'm i'm grateful that i haven't had to miss any games other than our forfeits <laughs> there you go uh let's uh so you've uh, your name has been talked about a lot amongst uh amongst us uh women's national team fans uh, as most most deserving for a, a national team call up you see ashley hatch get a call up um i believe trinity Raman was also on the list obviously um andy sullivan's gotten there in the list uh, what is your uh philosophy about the national team does it do you feel like have you had conversations with uh vlaco about possibly uh returning to the net or getting a call up to the national team um i've personally not talked to him i know he's been in contact with chris ward our interim head coach um and seems like they're going with youth for this camp 
I obviously wish I were there and it's a dream of mine to represent the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, I've gotten close, but I, I've never made the roster. I've been in a couple training camps and missed out on the Olympic roster this past summer. So 2023 World Cup is definitely my goal. Um, I'm really hoping that I'll get a chance for a January camp. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to stay ready and hoping that these next two games, you know, the Spirit are going to win it all. And that'll hopefully, you know, really put my name in consideration for the next camp. I think it matters. I think all the NWSL aficionados, people who watch the games week in, week out, that's that's who's really banging the drum, I think, for yeah, you Yeah, right thank now. you. I, and, I appreciate and, that. I definitely and would Ashley, be there. <laughs> yeah. And, and Ashley, I, I think we talked to her before the season. It was basically like, what do they want from you? Like, what do they need? She's like, <laughs> they would like me to score more goals in the league. I was like, well, golden boot will do it. Yeah. So I think for you, I think I think you're you're now, you're, you're taking this team to two games from uh, potentially a trophy, and you've had a fantastic season once again. So all you can do is what you can do, and you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, so right, right. Trying to control the controllables. So, 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 so look, so look, Aubrey. We we will we will clip out that interview where you're talking about how you're playing on broken fingers and a splint. <laughs> That's and everything. right, in a loop. And we'll just drop it into 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 Vlaco's uh, email. You can box release that like <laughs> November twenty first. No, I, I feel okay sharing this now because like I am. I'm playing my best, but like, yeah, you're, you're clearly not affected by the, 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 the hell you're point, being like, <laughs> right. I was not a hundred percent. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I didn't necessarily want, you know, the national team to know in case, yeah, it would prevent a yeah. call up, but I am at, yeah, at a good spot now where. Flacco, you know. she will crawl <laughs> through broken glass. She will tear the, the finger off of her gloves and, yeah, and, and build a superstructure inside of it. I don't have them to show you, but. That's got to be something you've got to auction at the end of the year. Your your four fingered gloves. <laughs> well, our last home game, I was just you know signing them and throwing them into the crowd. So if you get my left hand, it's five fingers, but the right was four fingered. So I'm like special edition. Someone in the squadron, <laughs> that, don't put that and on eBay. That's got, a, like, that the is valuable too. Like I could sign the little pinky and throw it out. <laughs> Oh, we've got a we've got a question. I want to make sure. Thank you for for taking the time here. Yeah. Very close to. Uh, I just want to make sure we get a question in from one of our our, our, our listeners. Uh, Angus uh, wants to know what your experience was like playing abroad. And I think the question for every fan of every league is they want to know how it compares to the NWSL on on a daily basis or day to day basis. This year has been kind of weird, but I think overall, sort of facilities, level of play. All those things. What was your what was your experience like over there, and, and how does it how does it net out for you? Yeah, everywhere is a little different. Every country, every league. Um, I've played in Denmark, Norway, and Australia, so um, been around the block. And the NWSL is by far the best league. It is insane how every week, every game, like you got to be up for it. There's no gimmies. Um, so yeah, from top to bottom, the level of talent in this league is unreal um i did love australia because it was beautiful there <laughs> and i got to skip winter for like three years so um that league was fun and it was great for me because it was a perfect um like off-season league we didn't train as much it wasn't as intense like some of the girls had other jobs and it wasn't entirely professional like our league is here in the States. So it was good for me to stay fit, to keep get 
getting game minutes and um, be ready then for the NWSL. So, yeah, Australia not as talented um, top to bottom. Some of the teams weren't as good, but just a fun, fun league to play in. Um, and yeah, same for a lot of a lot of Europe. There's a couple good teams, but you don't see teams one through ten like you know being so solid. Like we lost to Racing Louisville, you know. Yeah. Like yes, <laughs> we only have five re- five real losses, maybe. Um, yeah. And I'm like, Racing Louisville was one, <laughs> you know. So, like I'm saying, uh, you got him back. Yeah, I think you got yeah. him back. I think that that was early on in the season. I think yeah. you straight. But it anyone out. can win. Like Kansas yep. City's three zero win against the Dash. No one saw that coming. But yeah, yeah. You uh, we always say don't bet MLS, but also do not bet NWSL. That's another <laughs> thing you shouldn't do. Uh, and, Aubrey, we got we have two more games left, and I if I if I heard it correctly, the twentieth is your birthday. It is. So we're, let's hope. I feel like <laughs> a real opportunity to both spoil yourself and the fans is to yeah. is to and Chris Ward take care of business as well. Who's that? Chris Ward, our head coach. Man, there you go. I feel like it's uh, more more elements towards a team of destiny. Yeah, uh, just I'm, piling yeah. up. <laughs> Aubrey, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you besides every single game between uh, between the net uh, for the spirit? <laughs> Where can they find you online? Um, usually in my apartment baking. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> at Aubrey Bledsoe, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm pretty responsive. So uh, love love hearing from fans and getting to know our supporters. So it's been great to chat with you guys. And, and thanks for supporting us and see you in Louisville, I hope. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. I've been looking at, I've been looking at plane tickets. Right. It's, uh, it's definitely possible. Uh, Aubrey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good luck this weekend. Hopefully, we are uh, we are we keep on moving. I, like you said, I, this does feel like a team of destiny to me. <laughs> so let's uh, let's keep it rocking. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Aubrey. Yeah. Thanks, Aubrey. Thanks again to Aubrey Bledsoe for coming on to the show, uh, and we will be back live next Monday. Uh, twitch.tv slash Refugees to hopefully recap uh, a spirit victory and look forward to the eventual final, which will be on the 20th. So thanks again to Aubrey for coming on the show, and we will catch you guys on Monday. Vamos!